Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. amazingly enough I've got some creatives in the room we're going to talk music and what's going on these days is there anything going on Gareth and Ben is anything happening I don't know not not a huge amount but recently recently we've been knocking our heads together you see we are musicalish well I'm musicalish she's musical and his wife Tixie is also here Yes. Very quiet. She's, she's, she's almost almost here. They were being creative for quite a lot of the night. N- no, <laughs> none of that smartiness. They were being creative all the way through the night, and she only just got off to sleep. And then I were rudely awoken them to bring them here to the uh, the amazing Rainbow Cafe. Uh, but no, we we've come up with a kind of musical night of sorts um, on Wednesdays. That's right. It's, it's we're promoting, aren't we? Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's it. Mm. I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening, this is a promotion. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> so in Kingston, there is going to be some entertainment, and we did feel for one of the bars there, the Bacchus Late Bar, because the Bacchus Late Bar can't be late anymore. So we all had to get our thinking caps and. Uh, brains under the thinking caps together as to what we can do for a niche audience for a late bar that can only be open between five and ten and then these magnificent people came up with some ideas and I popped over to Teddington to see what they were doing and what they were doing stood up quite proudly to then uh, take it across to Kingston so what are you doing? Well um, it's a mix it's a fuse you see the band Moth which comprises uh, Ben and Tixie. That's us. Uh, that's them um, <laughs> over there. Um, they've been going for a while. And they've got a, ho- a wonderful lexicon of tracks, which is uh, ranges from sort of gentle rock all the way through to lovers rock, dare I say it, um, a bit jazzy, a bit of everything. Um, but it's not too pushy, not too dramatic. But it will get you. It'll get you going. It'll make you prick your listening ears up. And I do as my delightful following will tell you a lot of electro swing so what we've come together we do a little bit of some and a little bit of the other and to create an evening's uh, gentle audible pleasure yes because you can't do more than foot tap now can you that's right dancing is completely forbidden forbidden hand driving's okay i think that's acceptable yeah and, and and foot tapping and wiggling of fingers, apparently, you can do that. And if you're on your own socially distanced bench, you could do oops upside your head in what some people, fashion or other. As I've said to many people, what you do in your own time is your own business. <laughs> but no, it should be a nice night, I think. Um, and we've, we've been doing these open mic nights as well, which um, has gathered a huge amount of people coming along. So hopefully a lot of those will come on the Wednesdays as well. I think the musos are so distressed that they can't get out and get an audience that they're absolutely loving the fact that they can connect with people because when you're a creative you want to share it don't you really well yes but there's more ben tell them about your grand plans for the rest of the well i do have some plans i mean the 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 thing the story behind bacchus is that it used to be a nightclub uh, and of course, they can't be a nightclub because of the dancing ban. Um, no and, dancing. And they thought, oh, we could have music and we could go on really late because they had a, 
a license till three o'clock in the morning. Um, but of course, that's been whipped away now with the 10 p.m. curfew. Um, so having uh, live music, um, I, th I think they're just after turning it into a live music venue. And they will be the only bar in Kingston that's doing it, I think. So the concept is very much along the lines of live music that doesn't is not too loud so you can't actually have conversation but if you want to because of the relatively interesting surroundings you can listen or mm. you can chat so everybody's podded off in in groups of six but and we're protected away from them or far enough away from them not to be a worry but i believe you've got a number of other potential musos that want to come down and perform on different nights on a ticketed basis yeah we have we've got some um we've got some musicians that are lined up um well, we're sort of negotiating with them on, on dates at the moment. Um, but uh, we've got, there's quite a few jazz musicians that want to play um, because Ronnie Scott's has been, uh, they've recently reopened and they're, they're putting on gigs. So there's a, a jazz following out there which want to come and support live music. Uh, we've got some steampunk acts as well, um, Professor Elemental and uh, Victor and the Bully and a few, few bands like that that want to come and play. And they've all got fairly established followings, don't they? They do. Um, so with no other gigs going on, it could potentially turn back us into a uh, quite a thriving little music hub. Yeah, but it's all going to be based on uh, ticketing, and I think there's going to be a mixture of online ticketing, possibly through Eventbrite or something similar, plus on the door. So, you know, given that the venue was originally designed to take a maximum of about 50, 60 people, and with COVID restrictions, you are now down to what? 40? 40, I'd say, maximum, yeah. Yeah, so I, if you want to experience this and, and, and enjoy it, and it will be fun, then I would uh, get yourself in there sooner rather than later. A case of looking for the tickets and snapping them up? I would say so. I mean, look, this is going to be an ongoing thing, but I would say this is going to be a part, part experiment, part trial and error, but also part established routine. Because Ben myself and Tixie have been playing together as sort of together but separate for quite a while we've done a bit of busking didn't we we have done some busking yeah it was quite some, successful some lovely afternoons of busking along Tixie, there. what do you Richmond think River. was it was it good yeah um it was good it was just that that lady that came out a few times yes we've got to watch out for that lady yeah. oh the, the lady who, who doesn't like music <laughs> Yeah, we were like performing music. on the edge of the river and she'd come out and say, why are you playing music so loud? Just go away. <laughs> we really weren't. But anyway, neither here nor there. The point is, it was fun. We gelled together. And although I'm not part of their group, we kind of work with and around each other. We're just trying to create a, a pattern or a variety of flavours, that's all. So when you go out and you're doing your busking with Gareth, um, as I've delightfully joined him on occasion and could not help but dance dance around my handbag actually um yeah, next was. next to him you know i thought that might just get him a few more tips anything to to help yeah, they, were, they gave There's, me a very large tip they said for god's sake move that lady dancing around the handbag. <laughs> what purpose what did you do in the creativity of the threesome that you were well, I would just uh, i would do add a little bit of extra percussion on some of their live sets and it was it was it was you know Hands-off percussion. It wasn't f full on, but it was certainly pleasant. And I'd be adding little bits of guitar uh, or, or percussion yeah, to so it's in and out. DJ Bongo's it's wonderful. set as well. And, and, put him off and as Tixie much as obviously is the singer in the group. She's obviously the singer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I, I might join in. Because I do that with, uh, we have a rapper that comes. And he does He does um, travel quite far. Uh, when we're, we're at the uh, Hogarth open mic night on a Sunday, bit of a plug there. Fantastic. Six, <laughs> it six is fantastic. Six to 9.30, just going past 9.30. 
Uh, but obviously out of there at 10 p.m. Uh, on the, on the yeah, dot. Yeah. Mm. So, well, I, I mean, yeah, he turned up yesterday and even though he was hanging around, he was on f quite late. Um, I just had a mic, so I was just sort of like putting yeah, we just we melody over his But we, we formed that instant supergroup, yeah, yeah. didn't we? We did. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. So so and Ben grabbed the guitar. And Patrick. And yeah, that absolutely. We had Patrick on the bass. That's right. Th yeah. That just formed a supergroup out of nothing. Just five so, people that hadn't really rehearsed anything. Uh, well, no, just putting, add water putting songs and, together. Yeah, it was amazing. Instant, instant supergroup. Yeah, it was brilliant. What a joy. And there was just enough room to sort of socially distance that jamming session. That's yeah, right. But yeah. it, it didn't sound like a mindless noodling jamming, se jamming session. It sounded like it had a beginning, middle and an end. It was very good. It was like real music. Real music. <laughs> Almost. Yes, you heard it here, folks. Real music. Oh, can now be that's a contentious. What is real music, Ben? Do, do give me the breakdown. Oh, well, that's, that's, a, that's a very good question. It's such here a question. Go. Yeah. Ben Henderson describes what is real music. Okay. Yeah, nice. yeah, I don't know. Nice. Yeah, oh no, I know. I, can you define what music is? I think I think people are, are wanting to see people perform these days. They, um, you know, we're so used to uh, listening and, and, and watching screens in the past seven months um, that people just want to, to watch people performing, playing playing things, hitting things, making making sound out of I'll tell instruments. You, I'll tell you a silly story. We were driving along, uh, me and, and the wife the other day I think my my uh, daughter was in the back of the car and she'd been playing music from her com her, her phone onto the onto the uh, through the through the car and there was this the music had stopped and there was this and I thought well, that's that's a good beat and until I realized that something had stuck to the wheel of the car so the songs with the hoover well, she, well exactly I do. I, I, you yeah, do well, actually <laughs> so the, the definition of music I think is is it's that Quixotic mixture of rhythm, intensity, direction. Some some of my favourite tracks only 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 got four chords. In fact, the vast majority of them have only got four mm. chords. Um, you don't need more. It just has to capture the imagination in some way. I mean, I mean yeah. some of the Twenty One Pilots stuff is just basically doesn't move off one or two tracks. I think it's if it's stirring the emotions. That's that's uh, that's, that's an it. indicator that it's music. If you feel absolutely nothing at all, uh, then that probably isn't music. As and they say, elevator music. Yeah. Well, where it's know. completely it's forgettable. That, that, that noise in the car, I was feeling it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was right there. I think, I think as well, like, I, you know, I do admire all the music that's gone before, but sometimes when you look at a track and then you look online or something and you realise that track's actually, it's been kind of re-released sort of on its 20th time. I mean, you know, I just believe in letting other people, you know, come up, new, new musicians. Original so, songs, yeah. yeah. yeah original songs. Yeah, and new music, that's what yeah, people exactly, want. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think. But even if it's a, a, an original reinterpretation of the, of the track that is so far and away from the original but has some of the essence of the old, I quite like that too. I, I, do, I do agree, I do like it, but I, I do just feel like with the industry, you know, we know because we run Open Mind Nights and we've been doing it for a while, there's so many people that didn't get that chance and they're much younger than... than it's like when the Spice Girls read it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> No, but some of your music is like that. You, you, uh, Most you, of my music is like that. You, you tend to pick tunes that, um, that they're deeply embedded. People know that they'll know the songs, but they, quite, they won't know the version of the song. No. So it's a, um, you know, you might do a Latin version of um, a Rick Astley song or something yeah, like that. Absolutely. So people really absolutely. know the song and they know all the words, but they can't quite tell why they know it. Well, I, I quite mean, like that. I love that. I've got a couple of tracks. I've got one by George Michael. And, and you could never tell until the moment it goes into into the part of the chorus mm. that it's George Michael. So I shout out to the crowd, you know, anyone like a George Michael track, get ready, join in if you know the words. And they're looking at me and it's like, what the hell are you on about? Scratching I've their never, heads. I've yeah. never heard this in my life. And then off it goes. 
It was Careless Whisper last night. That's and right, and they all sing along. They, they, all, they, they all get sing it. along. Yeah. But yeah, but it's it's completely different. And I, I like it. Well, obviously, I'm all about the rhythm, so I like it when it's rhythmically completely obscure. I've got some. <laughs> I've got some a lovely deep Latin bossa version of of. Um, what was it? Uh, Club, Club Tropicana. Mm. I love that. Is that track. Wham though? Yeah, that's a Wham. Song. So it's still a George Michael, just but yeah, yeah. Well, a bit of Andrew Ridgely in that there was, as well. That Club Tropicana was written by Andrew Ridgely, not by Wham. Was, was it really? Was it really? Mm. I yeah. didn't know that. Oh. Well, he wrote well, well. that and Wham rap. I was in a Wham video. Oh, what did you do? Tixie was dancing in that video. We can't find myself in the video at all, but I, 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 I can recognise quite right a lot now. of my um, friends. Oh, in it. So, am I ex-boyfriend? Um, one, of yeah, my, one of my best friends was in the first Spice Girls video. He's oh wow. Yes, he's one of the. There's a, there's a portion when they go indoors and it's all the ambassadors there, all their spectacle. He's one of those. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So musical history. I hear Ben that you play a few instruments. I do one, play a few instruments. Two. Yeah, I, I sort of collect them. And um, it's strange when you tell people you you play a lot of instruments, people tend to give you instruments as well. So. Um, uh, quite often people will go, oh, I've got, uh, I've got this accordion that I've had in my loft for ages. Do, do you want it? I think it's all Tix's fault because what happens is she comes up with a song and then he listens to it and then thinks, hmm, that needs a trombone. Better learn the trombone. Yeah, that's happened as well, yeah. So you've got an accordion then in the house? Uh, More than we've, one. We've got a few accordions, but they're not allowed in the house, no. I have separate <laughs> not stories. not allowed for, in the house? Is he on an, is he on an accordion on Vargo? So you can imagine how oh, crowded it is. So yeah. you've got a lock-up full of accordions. We have several Stuff. places where we keep Stuff. instruments, yeah. But no, I do. I have managed to sneak in a uh, bisonoric uh, Garmon, which is a sort of accordion. It's a it's a little Russian tiny little accordion thing. So that's that's in the house. See, when you said accordion, what you should have said accordion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you can't have one accordion. As soon as you've got one, people give you another one. I like I've the found. I like the bayan. That's that's my favourite. Which isn't an accordion. I've I've been taught. It's it's not. Yeah, it's an accordion based sort of instrument, but it's a Russian classical instrument rather than a, a French or Italian or German folk instrument. See, I'm starting off now. Yeah, yeah. I can talk what about. What about a bayans, harmonica? You know that smaller are you allowed a harmonica in the house oh i've got yes i've got a few <laughs> <laughs> how many harmonicas have you got in the house oh not not enough really i've, I've only got th- three or four i think yeah because people tend to buy you harmonicas for christmas don't they oh i love Let's harmonica put them in the stocking i prefer a me- they- what's that what's that one with the keyboard melodia melodian yeah, or love, melodica yeah i love a melodian yes they you are know good. melodian Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah, no, I'm just still thinking um, harmonica. Do they sound different in pitches depending on what type you get then? Yes. Or do they all, are they all the same but just a slight differential? It's the scale they follow, isn't it? They, the yeah, they, they are generally, the smaller ones are sort of diatonic, so they're, they're tuned to a particular scale, so you can play in one or two keys with them. Um, so a lot of people will have a whole range of, you know, 12 of them. Uh, if they're posh, yeah, why wouldn't I'm you? I'm not posh. I <gasps> just, I just play what I get. <laughs> <laughs> Donations, please. Yeah, don't worry no about more. the money. Just donate me a. Or you can get the, chrom- the chromatic harmonica, which has got all the notes. That's is, that, the, is that usually the one with the the, the, the weird the push button? Push button. That's right. That's the sort of thing Stevie Wonder plays. And uh, if you're, I'm nowhere near as good as Stevie Wonder. I just uh, play a few things on it. But uh, selection yeah. of saxophones. Yes, of course. Got first, a few. That was, he was a professional sax player. That was his first instrument. I don't know about professional, but I, I do have a did few saxes. Did you get paid money for playing it? I, I did, actually, yeah. And like so many things in life, if you get paid money, you can get called a professional. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Leave um, the money at the end of the bed. And Tixie, what, 
apart from the singing? Do you get involved in playing this multiplicity of instruments that sneak into the house and then have to rush back out and hide? I can't play any instruments, but I somehow can write songs. Um, she so does write bloody good I, songs as it goes. Sometimes I dream about the song. You don't always get the whole song, and especially if you're tired and you've got... I used to take my little... Um, what's that little recorder thing? Well, li- little a little dictaphone, dictaphone we've, we've to bed. And sometimes I would, I would forget to turn the volume up, so I'd be like... La, 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 la. In the morning, I'd be like really excited, and all you'd hear was... Oh, either that or somebody snoring where you've fallen asleep yeah. with well, it still going apparently Ben doesn't snore at all hey Dixie oh, no. I don't know <laughs> now we're going to release some There's of those Dixie tapes at some point it's an album of, of just static <laughs> static noise and snoring yeah. white noise I don't know. white noise yeah white you don't noise. always get the whole song so sometimes it does take some time because sometimes you're like you're le- you end up leaving all the songs you wrote in the first place because they're quite complex and you're like yeah I'll come back to it so there's songs that we'd written in the 90s that I'm like going back to and I'm still having the same problem I'm like I really don't know what to do with that middle eight still you know? struggling on the middle eight <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, so sometimes you'll, you'll find three songs in one song yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask then were you art students originally ah because oh, most ah, musicians are art students remember what I said can open worms everywhere art school dropouts as a, as a yeah. fellow art student I'm just yeah. getting the flavour of an art student here oh yeah you're on to me yeah I yeah. was an art student Sussed. yeah I, I did that for a while. and you still paint don't you I do paint, yeah. I do. I, I do mm. what I call night paintings. So I, I paint uh, in the garden after midnight with knives. I just with go down knives. I, in the dark. Sounds very ninja. They're all knives. Yeah, palette knives. Palette knives. And a range. I have some kitchen knives in there too. Um, <laughs> and what do they say? Ambidextrous. You use both hands. I yeah. Sometimes I do. Mm. Um, sometimes I have to because I've got I've got some very long bits of metal that I sort of use as well to scrape things around. Yeah. Um, but I generally can't see what I'm doing. There used to be a street lamp, so I could see what I was doing a little bit, but the light bulb's gone and nobody's claiming responsibility for changing the light bulb, so I paint in the dark now. (laughs) So, hang on a moment. So you're now limited in your painting ability because someone won't change the bulb. I know. The light bulb is broken. Scandalous. Hang on a moment. Don't go on to the light bulb. Shall I go there? What are you? you Shall I go there? No. Oh, my dirty seat. Are you ready? Are you ready? This is going to blow your little tiny socks off. Ben knows the <laughs> phrase the light bulb is broken in umpteen languages <laughs> it is his pet regard it is a tiny <laughs> obsession it, every time we go into a foreign restaurant if he doesn't know it there already it gets them to teach him how to say the light bulb is broken can you do it for me in uh, polish perhaps polish ah oh, i can try and remember polish um it's a svetlana pokyzena there's an example <laughs> If there's anyone Polish out there, don't don't write in because <laughs> yeah. I probably got that wrong. <laughs> my my favourite one though is um, Orvilein Kurta, which uh, which is it means well you can guess what it means the light bulb is broken. Something about a light bulb, but yeah. it, it means the electric pair is broken. <laughs> Because they didn't have a word for light bulb, so they call it an electric power. Oh, that's quaint and delightful all yeah. at the same time, isn't that's it? That's the interesting thing. If you're translating things into other languages, they don't say the same thing. It's like Arabic. Yeah. yeah. It, it, well, they, 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 a lot of languages, certainly from that quarter, tend to be describing the, the, the event and the action rather than actually giving it a name. Yeah. 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 Fascinating. Okto, I believe is how you say it in Arabic. <laughs> you see? Well, can open worms everywhere. Punjabi or Hindu, 
potentially? Um, yeah, well, there's, there's two dialects, I think, for Hindi. But anyway, we, we don't want to be talking about light bulbs all the time, do we? It's still bloody funny. What we were talking about is Tixie playing instruments. And, uh, we did try to get Tixie playing an instrument once. There was one time <laughs> where at the end of a song, there are four notes on metallophone, which is like a xylophone, oh, yeah. a big xylophone, a huge xylophone. So we carried it along. He's got a metallophone. We carried it along to a pub, set it up. It took ages, you know, getting all the bars in place and making sure it was there. Like we sang the bars. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then you bottled out, didn't you? I did, yeah. Oh! Tixie. Oh. It was only four notes. So it's quite frustrating for me. So I have to, if there's an idea in my head, I normally give it to Ben and I, I'll sort of sing it to him. And quite often he'll just change the, he'll change it to, to what he thinks it should be. Because <laughs> even that... Lover's Rock song. And, and I'm, therein I'm, lies the problem. No, it's, it's okay. So sometimes we have more than one version uh, of a song, uh, uh, you know, using different kind of stuff. But I love that version. Yeah. That's my favourite version. Oh, that, that Lover's Rock. Yeah, it's, it's great. But when I dreamt that song, it was kind of like a, a, a melodic sort of rock, quite fast paced mm. song. And I, I, I dreamt that Ben's uh, band Boa, Jasmine Rogers, was singing it. And it was really lovely. And she was just doing such a good job of it. And then, that, then I woke up and remembered it sort of fantastic. So there's a song. Well, we're, we're fortunate that we have uh, a recording studio where we live. Um, Nowhere to sit. No, no sofas. Get there's no the sofas or chairs in there. It's just a huge recording desk yeah. with dust. speakers and everything. And dust. Well, once you, once you get rid of the television, you don't need a sofa anymore, you see. Otherwise, you just sat down looking at the wall. So you get a mixing desk instead. I, why that. not? I don't, think, I, don't think I'm getting the, I don't think I'm getting the most out of my television. Because what I do is I turn it on and then I turn the brightness right up and I, I use it as a light. <laughs> <laughs> There's got to be a cheaper way to get a light fitting. It's not a bad idea. It's probably all it's good for, actually. I don't like television. <laughs> well, you know, it's a way of reprogramming people, isn't it? Really? Well, it is, yeah. yeah. So we sit in our, uh, where our front room used to be and, and, and write music. So Tixie writes all the songs and I just sort of pick up instruments as I, as I feel. In. I'm normally on the floor somewhere trying to find some space to like, write stuff out. So I've, I've got, got this image, image of you just surrounded by bits of paper with, with, with written lyrics on it. Is that how it works? Yeah. So is there a certain, the way. Yeah. a certain feng shui about this? <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, I, I think... It's called chaos. It, it's, yes, it's organised <laughs> chaos, yeah. If I need to find an instrument, I can generally know exactly which, which pile of instruments it's under. I just go digging until I find it. It is, he does have an awful lot of them. <laughs> yeah. Somebody sent me, um, a, somebody sent me a, a, some kind of a Chinese flute the other day. Um, which uh, you're supposed to use a membrane over one hole, otherwise it doesn't work. Um, but it takes years to learn how to make that membrane, and this one doesn't have a membrane. <laughs> Oops! So well, that's that then, back to the drawing board. Well, I'm thinking of taking apart a kazoo oh. and, and using that membrane. It might work. It's yeah. an experiment. Well, th th there's lots of that's ways That's why of I don't get my songs finished, because he's, he's always, <laughs> he's got his hands in so many pies. and doing different I things. know another man that's like that in a <laughs> creative way, oh. Jack. Jack <laughs> and ah. his hands in the pies. Yep, in his uh, IT world. Put his thumb and up came uh, plum. Was that something else? Uh, I don't know. These creative people. So when did you start with the music? What came first, the art or the music? Uh, oh, gosh. That's a good question. I mean, I, I suppose I've, I've been playing instruments for a long time. Um, I had Since he was three. I don't know if it was, well, maybe it was that age. I, I had piano lessons when I was very, very little. Um, I wasn't you know, tall enough to reach the pedals on the piano. Um, but um, so piano, probably piano first when I was a, a toddler. And then uh, what came after that? Maybe drums, I suppose. 
I do love drums. Fantastic instrument. Um, and then other things, saxophone, guitar, and it all just went from there, bass, guitar. And once you if start I learning... Could, if I can just jump in and say Ben's the only drummer that I, I actually enjoy performing with, because he... Well, fit. that's an accolade from Bongo. Well, I, I, I hate it when anybody else plays with me normally, mm. but when he plays, he fits around me or we fit around each other rather than overpowering each other. You know, mm, yeah. Because you know, in drums, it's often knowing when not to play. Mm. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's strange, actually, because usually you have two drummers, it doesn't really work very well. Um, but we seem to be able to uh, tie in and make polyrhythms that seem to work very nicely. Um, and sometimes tie in with, with, you know, with fills, we're doing a, a similar thing. It, it, it's, it's strange how that works, but uh, yeah, it's good fun. The other thing at the open mic that I came to at the Hogarth, which was absolutely awesome in Teddington, was uh, we sort of veered towards the classical as well. We had a violinist yeah. as well. So you can actually put violins, oboes, all sorts of classical uh, instruments in with a beat, a back beat, and then you can turn it into a more contemporary piece. Well, Absolutely. my first ever major rock group, which was when I was uh, 15 and a half, was uh, a band in, I went, unfortunately went to public school and we uh, we didn't really have electric guitars or electric bass. No, we so. had to learn the violin and Latin. Well, we had two violinists, we did have a sax, we had an oboe player, and uh, we had a, a stand-up bass in ours. Oh, a stand-up bass. Now, that's something that you can do well, something with. They were all with. classical musicians, but mm. we ended up playing rock, so... <laughs> on stand-up bass? On stand-up bass. Oh, I suppose rock and roll. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. That's all that sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah. Well, he mm. converted over to... We eventually bought him an Ibanez fretless. Oh, we nice, all clubbed yeah. together, which so it was like an extended neck thing. Mm. Yeah, we, so we, we use classical. We've got a lot of classical instruments on our. We've even paid for orchestras to before for for a sample of their stuff. You, you took quite a while, didn't you? Once I can't remember which song. It might have been symphony. I can't even sing some of those songs anymore because they're so high. Well, there was like, like, there was a song on the last album we released. Um, we released a, an album over lockdown called A Chance to Daydream, and it's one, one of, of my favourite of theirs. And I've listened to all their stuff. I really love that album. Uh, well, that's very kind of you to say. Well, I did. It's in my car. I'll pay you later. But. Um, <laughs> <laughs> But no, there's one one of the songs on there. Uh, intimately acquainted, um, I, I had to I had to pick up a violin. I thought this this really needs a real violin on it. So, um, and I I had a, this old um, Stradivarius violin li lying around, not a real one, you know, but a sort of charity shop thing. And I thought this is this isn't very good. Is at that all. a Vladivarius? Yeah, from, from it was it was very various. <laughs> very various. Um, but um, so I, I I just bought another violin and thought, okay, let's let's give this a go. So that that song contains my first effort at playing violin which i don't think is too horrible it seems to work okay it, it doesn't every other person i've ever heard who just picks up a violin sounds like they're trying to execute a small animal <laughs> well, well my it trick is a is frightening a, uh yeah. piece of equipment if you don't know what you're doing oh god <laughs> yeah it's a bit but, like a desk count recorder that's a terrifying thing to give a child isn't it really yeah, definitely yeah why do they do that why do they make children play stuff that's going to hurt people <laughs> I actually got kicked, when I was at junior school, I got kicked out of recorder class for trying to play it left-handed. You should never play something. Those lefties, I swear, should be sent back to lefty land. Yeah, well, in my mind, it, it made sense because you, your left hand, if you're playing piano, is for the low notes. Yes. So, I don't know, it just seemed to be right to play it the other way around. But Treble's lovely, happy. but descant is just terrifying to send any child home with as a first instrument. Instrument, It's enough to put them off playing an instrument for life. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Even a kazoo would be better. 
Yes, there should be more kazoo classes. I, I love. Have whistle. you seen the kazoo orchestra online? That's so funny. Well, I I, I was a conductor of a kazoo orchestra. Oh my for god! Yeah. Well, there you go. You see, we we, uh, we rehearsed once <laughs> <laughs> to get the notes right. Yeah, and then, then we called it quits. But it was it was good fun. That was at uh, the Royal Oak in New Malden. Um, we sort of used their function hall and had a had a little semicircle of kazooists. And I think somebody had brought the snare drum along, so because <laughs> he didn't have a kazoo, so we had uh, lots of kazoos and one snare drum, which was uh, interesting. Did he just hold it up until? No, he, he did. Play, he did play it. He had some sticks. All oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. So he didn't get a lot of stick, but he had some sticks. Oh, we got a lot of stick for playing it. Yeah. <laughs> but that was quite successful. We had we had a lot of fun. A lot of beer was consumed. Yes. Yeah, I remember the first part of the evening very clearly. So Ben runs this uh, a, 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 a quarterly sort of uh, get together for the steampunk community called the uh, Surrey Steampunk Convivial. And yeah. they used to be a lot of fun. I've performed at a few of those and, and oh, they're amazing. great fun. Mm. Um, people, because, you know, the steampunks, they're just lovely people, very sweet. And uh, we had a whole variety of stuff there from, from rock all the way through to, who knew, um, <laughs> the sort of stuff I play. <laughs> but it was, it was good fun. And that's how I first met, really, Ben, uh, going to one of them. <clears throat> there will be a day when we're allowed out, out again, and we can safely rejoice in the open air with lots of singing and dancing, and even on the inside, we're singing or dancing. But for now, we're very much ad-libbing as far as we can, aren't we, to just get the joy out there mm. in the parameters that we're allowed. But you see, most, um, and quite rightly, most uh, premises are scared of having live instrumentation and so on and singing. But I think at Bacchus in, on Wednesdays in, in Kingston, I think we just about got the balance right. Yep, because you've got your decibelometer. Well, not just that. <laughs> not just that. We've, we've positioned ourselves in such a way that we're not going to be uh, we're not going to be getting in people's way or creating any kind of COVID movement. Mm. Uh, people can come in, come and go. Uh, we'll have uh, some nice uh, edible, savoury snacks as well there. Oh, yes. Get, get Amazing. Your in, get your teeth into that. Well, Backers tr traditionally hasn't actually uh, sold any of those, so we're going to be helping them out in that in that regard. That's right. Yes. So, so look out for a person in, in a trench coat flashing, uh, flashing the, uh, the inside right. of the Flashing his nuts. Flashing his wares. That's very worrying. That's right, yeah. If you see any nuts you fancy, especially grab them. Roasted salty chilli nuts. That's what, you've got to watch out with them. <laughs> They'll well, at you. least there's an indoor and an outdoor, so if it all becomes too much for you, you can just rush out the outdoor. <laughs> well, indeed, yeah. At the sight of the flashing mac and the nuts, yeah. That's right. You, you, although, you, although you won't be able to, you won't be able to describe him because he'll be wearing a mask. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that person with the, with the with a large amount of nuts. Yeah. <laughs> and, no, but you, you haven't just got those. You've, um, you've got um, pork scratchings as well. <laughs> Uh, is that a euphemism? Do you want to see my pork scratching? <laughs> I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, anyway, so yes, so you'll, you'll be able to have a nibble. Crisps. And, uh, and some crisps, yes. Mm -hmm. uh, that's a nibble. And they've got a nice selection of beers down there. Uh, it, it, they look, have, yeah. yes. It's really changed down there because it, it used to be a sort of a, a lager drinking, um, sort of student, sweaty, a, sweaty dive, but it's... Um, yeah, it, <laughs> dive is honestly, the word for that. No, so lovely, it's now but, got you know, a tad of sophistication about I it. I think so. A they collection of ales. Very decent beers in there. <laughs> and a few spirits. I think it's in the same postcode as sophistication. It's not quite there yet, but it's getting that way. It's not pretentious, for God's sake. Yeah. But no, it's, 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 it's uh, a pleasant place to be, and it 
it's going to be even more pleasant when we inhabit it on Wednesday. On Wednesday. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And then obviously we can keep people posted for the Thursday, the Friday and the Saturday as these other bands book in their nights mm. so that you've got mixed genres, haven't you? But remember, guys, it, it, it was designed to take no more than about 55, 60 people. And in, with social distancing and COVID, the maximum we're going to get is 40. So you'll have plenty of room. Mm. Uh, people will be podded in their own um, snugs as it were, mm. and you'll be sat there, you'll, you'll, you'll be looked after, and at the same point, you'll have a nice relaxing evening, you'll still be able to talk to each other, you'll hear lovely music, and you'll go home satisfied on the dot of 10 o'clock. That's Splendid, right. Splendid, having come out of your happy bubble. Mm. Marvellous. Well, bubble. we were going to put a little bit of music in, so I think we'll have a play with some music. Fantastic. Well, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a minute, I hope. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.